Hello and welcome to episode 1 billion 900 million and 10 plus 12 over 98 days. Brought to you by Tetsuya Nomura. It is the Dad and Sons podcast with me, Liam Edwards, and George Viedman is here. Woo! And of course, Matt Visual. Hold on. I can't wait till we get to 169. And then I can't wait until we get to uh, 666. And then I can't wait till we get to 669. And then I can't wait till we get to episode 6969. <laughs> wait, let's do some quick math. How long would that take if we did an, an episode every week? That's obviously <laughs> 6,500 odd episodes from now. How, how many is that in, in dog years? How, how many how many weeks is in a year? I'm sure a lot of listeners better at math are gonna hate hearing us do this, but let's 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 so let's say six thousand five hundred divided by it's fifty two weeks in a year, right? Fifty two. Uh, it would take yeah, yeah. us one hundred and twenty five years. Fifty two point fourteen. There you go. One hundred and twenty Five. 28 years total well, okay. will be what... Well, well, no, that's just what we'll be at when we're there. You know, that's how old our, our, our podcast endeavor will be. Do you be reckon by the, the time we're reaching 60 or 70, which, God forbid, is actually not that far <laughs> off, <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll be reaching human advancement to the point where we can actually podcast to our 6,000th episode. I'm imagining that by then we'll basically just be beaming ourselves directly into the minds of our listeners. <laughs> will we just be a memory? A we'll be actively say. conscious thoughts. We'll be like the schizophrenic other personality in their head arguing with them all the time over whether or not they should really make popcorn tacos. Has it ever felt weird to you? Statistically, due to the number of listeners, and especially George with your YouTube channel, there is almost... Almost a 90% guarantee that somebody is listening to our voice right now, real time, even if you're not speaking. Yeah, it, it keeps me up at night sometimes. <laughs> Welcome to episode 115, Existential Crises. Oh yeah, it is the 115th existential crisis we've had here on the Dadsons <laughs> podcast. Hello, hello. Um, so we're... A month and a half into a lot of areas is uh, social distancing and stay-at-home orders. I know, I know, it's been a regular, recurring thing every week, but I feel like every week we have some kind of new story about this fiasco. I mean, how 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 are you guys holding up this time? I haven't I haven't really noticed. I'm doing a lot of what I would normally do. I have noticed I'm playing games a lot more instead of drinking. <laughs> For Candolos Dos. I've been playing games and smoking. Yes! That's pretty much my life right there. A friend will come over. Wait, social what? Social distance. <laughs> Pass the bless <laughs> by, like, long tool. Yeah. <laughs> like, one of those old people yeah, extender yeah, like arms. Yeah, little grabbers that you pull a trigger for. <laughs> Smoke a little something. Have some fast, conversation. Fast forward your way through the apocalypse. Yeah. Matt, do you reckon you have deeper conversations whilst doing that than you do on the show? Oh, definitely more. <laughs> uh, not on the show. <laughs> Every time I go deep, everyone gets quiet on this damn show. 
<laughs> what about this? It was just like, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> so, oh man, I, I, and George talks about some type of old ass game. <laughs> uh, I, I. I'm 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 withholding talking about Civ Six. It's, it feels ridiculous to me that Civ Six is I know I'm not gonna talk about it this week. When we get into it we'll talk about Animal Crossing, but until then I, I at least have like one more fun quarantine story. Okay, what have you been doing? I've been attempting to make popcorn tacos. How do you make popcorn tacos, George? Why right. is this a thing? Alright. Why are so, we even talking about this? How has it got to this point? Because I'm trying to use every little bit of food in my pantry, okay? And I posted on Twitter whether or not popcorn tacos would be a good idea, and everyone said no, and I decided to take that as a challenge. <laughs> you rose to the occasion. I want to go to the grocery store as few times as possible right now, which means using every single thing in my pantry as many times as it could possibly be used. And so I am experimenting with the idea of adding, like, unflavored, unsalted popcorn as, like, a crunchy additive to tacos. And, and I gotta say, my experiments need some work. The salsa tends to sog them up and make them a bit chewy. But I think I'm on to something, and everyone else is just an unimaginative hack. <laughs> Oof. Oof. I just, Maybe I just you want... should throw away everything in your pantry so you don't get sick. Yeah, I was gonna say... And go out <laughs> and get, go to Trader Joe's, like a little bougie white guy. And get some food. Like Nancy Pelosi. Okay. And I fill up my freezer with all the twelve dollar ice cream. <laughs> yes, man. Twelve dollar ice cream? What? No. Uh, it's 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 a, it's it's another it's political meme. I don't want to get into this week. Amazing, right? We we talked about politics a few times on the show. Not often, obviously. We are not the greatest political voices of our time. But uh, as soon as we started talking last week, our inbox was, don't vote for Joe Biden. Vote for Joe Biden. Don't vote for Joe Biden. Vote for Joe Biden. Well, And it just the, kept the, on going like a train wreck for about 10 or 15 emails. The amazing thing about the Democrats nominating Joe Biden is that not voting for Joe Biden is something that everyone can agree is the actually morally righteous choice. The question is whether or not it's the, like, the, 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 the desperation that you want to engage in. Like, this is a great way to both get everyone to agree on and be offended by the same thing while realizing that the whole entire argument is not whether or not you agree or disagree, but just how to get there. I'm not, like, an expert on this, and I'm also not American, so it doesn't really matter. But uh, is it possible that if Joe Biden wins, he can have Barack Obama as a vice president? Or is he like? Oh not my allowed? god! No, he won't. But like, is that I, a possibility? He's allowed to, I think. Yeah. Wow. This <laughs> I don't think there's any rules against that. Well, one of the him one of the uh, oh, one of the other things that could happen is Donald Trump could lose <laughs> but get reelected again in 2024. Yeah, that's not gonna happen. He, he, he would not be the only president to serve non-consecutive terms back apart from each other, but he would be the only one to be impeached and then be voted back again afterwards for a non-consecutive. I don't know. The future, however it's going to go, is going to go stupid. And at least, like, <laughs> we're all on the same page about that for once of the past four-year cycle. Let's stop talking about American politics. You guys have already ruined the world. We don't need any more of that. 
<laughs> you are correct. I'll I'll have you know I didn't vote for this sh shit. Man. Doesn't matter, does it though? It doesn't matter because <laughs> it's we are where we are. So, uh, video games. <laughs> Woo! When when I want to derail the podcast, it's never about politics. <laughs> it's never about politics. What kind George. of deep talk do you have when you're smoking, though? How? Oh, everything, man. Politics. You yes, should write can. down. You should write down some questions for the podcast. <laughs> you you guys will probably need to be smoking too to to reach that reach that uh God that, that damn mindset. I wish that mindset you know just uh just be like yeah <laughs> i wish just kind of go into the thought even having no experience within that like that that topic if you know what i mean just just deep diving into stuff well yeah. i think we've regretted it before there was an entire episode named joint conversations <laughs> <laughs> and i've been drunk on the show so i don't know if that counts Oh, how man, um how how disruptive is the alcohol flow in Japan because of the quarantine and the virus? And I honestly don't know. I've actually not gone anywhere near where I could see if it was still like pretty full and stuff. But I was looking at pictures of Tokyo and people are still fucking going to bars and stuff. And it's like, you fucking morons. I mean, the whole of Japan is in a state of emergency now, not just Tokyo and Osaka. Now, everywhere in Japan is in a state of emergency, but that seems to have done nothing. I kind of wonder if the whole shogunai attitude might be manifesting into worse people following the rules in Japan and then not talking about no, it versus even weird, other right? Asian countries. Japan prides itself on a nation of literally living to the motto, the nail that stands out gets hammered down. So you think everyone would follow the rules. So you think everybody would follow the rules. And yet for the first time, like, there's literally a serious virus going around that could wipe out most of Japanese population because they're all over, like, 60. And yet it seems to be one of the most lax countries in the world well, right now, isn't which is the, so odd. The other side of that coin and, like, one of the dynamics that makes the so much conformity work is that people don't want to make a fuss and that a big problem with Japanese politics is problems getting shoved under the rug. I honestly think it's uh like it's really reflective of what Japanese work culture is like because they just don't yeah. know what to do. Like working from home in Japan is like a sin. Like it oh, is just no. not <laughs> it is not something you do. <laughs> and companies just aren't prepared for that. And like these big oh, mega God. corporations are like, no, you still have to come to the office unless we are literally yeah. legally told we cannot tell our employers. And then the Japanese constitution is like, the government cannot order people to not go to work and stuff. So it's all a bit backwards. And you, that sounds you would so think claustrophobic. There'd be some common sense, but no. Right? Because like one of the theories I kept pushing in all my videos was that the reason why the Japan is so fun to visit and play in is that so many of the businesses are catered to getting people out of their cr tiny cramped homes all the time. So this must be driving them nuts, I can imagine. Well, it is weird because I kind of had a, a, a unique coronavirus. I don't want to say scare, but I'm, I'm saying it in like quotation marks. I guess file this under okay, Dan's okay. life stories, pulling one out of the cabinet. So obviously... Scrappers has just launched, and before that, 
like literally a week before we were about to launch, we all transitioned to working from home. And it, you know, it caused a bit of issues because, you know, we're trying to launch a game and everybody's working from home now, which is something we all have to get used to. And then this really close-knit team that I've been trying to make a game has fine has like now been ripped apart and we can't celebrate and all this blah, blah, blah. But then it came to like creating PR and there was like launch day issues and all those kind of things that I actually had to go to the office for the first time in a week. So I went to the office and like a couple of my team came along as well to try and fix things. And we were like, oh, you know, joking around. Oh, you know, we shouldn't be together, blah, blah, blah. But it was fine. Anyway, like four days later, uh, one of my team is like, uh, so <laughs> my housemate works with somebody who might have the coronavirus. Oh, God. So I might have the coronavirus. So all of you guys <laughs> might have the coronavirus. So oh we were like, God. oh, oh, shit. This is interesting. And then obviously I'm talking to my my lady and I'm like, you might have the coronavirus. If I have the coronavirus, if you have the coronavirus, then your mom might have the coronavirus. And the chain goes on and this is why you should stay home. But, uh, you know... I'm there for a whole day, and, and me and the team who were in the office are like, oh, okay, so we might all have the coronavirus. Is everybody feeling okay? And obviously everybody's like, oh, we're fine, you know, but this is a bit worrying. <coughs> but we spent the whole day waiting for some dude in Osaka who was the colleague of my team member's housemate. Yeah, I think that was that's it. My team member's housemate's colleague... Yes, he was the guy who wow. had to get tested, and we were waiting Second for like twice removed. Yeah, we were waiting literally for like sixteen hours to see if this guy tested negative, and he just had like the generic flu, and it was like the most nerve wracking thing. And you're like waiting, you're like, think, what the, f what if I actually have the coronavirus? And we got loads of food, and we're like, we're gonna be stuck in here for like two weeks. All this kind of stuff, preparations, like, what do we do? What if it's really bad? And it was negative. Oh. Okay. But still still good on you guys, though, for going through the, the process and making sure. It's weird, because I have been very, like, don't go out, it's not worth risking, only do the bare essentials, and then the one time where I had to go out would have been so typical if I had <laughs> got it. I'd be like, I went out for literally two hours and got it. Thankfully not. It was negative. That's good, man. Have That's you good. met anyone there that uh, has it? No, my auntie had it, and but only mild symptoms, um, mm. so she's okay. But it does seem to be that thing where now everybody at least knows somebody or, or yep. someone quite yep, close. It's starting to happen in my family. You know where we think relatives. like three months ago it was like, oh, it's just in China. Like, it's so, fine. It won't reach us. And then, poof. It's so almost it must, May. And almost everybody has it. I work for the hospitals. And um, so and so I go there filming still um, uh, for Cove. And a couple of hospitals have no patients. But, like, there's a couple of, uh, for, for people who are familiar with uh, California, the like sixteen people in Hemet that have it. There's a couple in Anaheim that has it, and um, we just went to this place. Uh, 
this uh, other hospital that that had a guy like like almost not like not almost died, but he was like really in bad shape for a bit. Mm, yeah, it's like it's like uh it's insane to kind of hear like someone in bad shape <laughs> for a bit, but mostly when I go inside the um, not the area where they treat the patients is a lot of old people, like a lot of old people. Sometimes you get a younger couple or something like that, but it's like a lot of older people. So it's it's um, it's strange to be up close to it. But um, from what I've from what I've uh, heard, that it it it's not as like you know how it's kind of been sold as like oh young people get it and this is like nothing like we don't even know that we have it. Mm. I think yeah. in some cases that's not true. <laughs> yeah, no, it's cases. absolutely so. So be it depends be on how. There, guys. <laughs> yeah, it depends on kind of how it develops, right? You can have. You can be asymptomatic where you have it and you don't develop symptoms, but you can spread it. And then mild where you might have like a cough and be a little sick and then, you know, you can develop further issues. You're more likely to recover if you're young and healthy, but, it, you know, it can take a turn for the worse and you can, yeah. you know, you can really suffer from it or you can, uh, in some unfortunate cases, pass away from it. It's scary. Like in America, what is it? Like 30,000 people have died now? Yeah. That's what the number was like four days ago. That's 9 11 times, know what it's like. Ten, like times 15 or whatever. That's. That's what's, what's so weird, too, is that we tend to typically think of dying of a disease as being like a more natural, normal, okay way to go. But I. I hate to be this macabre about it, but if one of your older relatives gets this, you're probably not gonna be able to be let into the hospital to to be there with them while it they're happens not, and the funerals the yeah. funerals delayed by like a year or something. Like it's not a good way to go. No, like I was reading a lot of the stories coming from Italy because the problem with Italy is this struck in like a really severely elderly population part of Italy and the stories are just constantly like People dying alone in the hospital because they can't see their family. Nobody can say goodbye. Oh, that's scary. It's terrifying. It's also incredibly sad. Please stay a, home, people. Just for like, come on. There's a couple people crying outside when I went uh, last week that they couldn't go in. Why like, are you oh, still there's no sending visitations. you? In. There's no visitations. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Why are they it's, still sending you in, Matt? <laughs> because you don't care about me. <laughs> no, it's because you're essential. You're an essential worker. Yes, yes. And plus, the world needs I, you, Matt. If I don't work, who's going to pay my bills? Uh, yeah. The government? That, that $1,200 no. sti- sti- stimulus check you're going to get. I live in California. That doesn't pay shit. <laughs> Play a goddamn thing. Buy you enough toilet roll to last until the end of summer. Yeah. My my economic stimulus is going straight into savings and never getting spent on anything. Yeah, it's just like fucking hell, man. I am not confident that I'm that I'm not not gonna need that money soon. Yeah, like like okay like okay I'm the, I'm just not gonna work because I want to be safe. Yeah, I understand that. I understand that a lot, but I like. I have to work. 
Like, if I choose not to work, what am I going to do? Sit here all day and do what? So, like, on, on that <laughs> and point, not, on that point and then, Matt, like, yeah. actually, it's kind of funny because, like, you know, all those protests that have been happening for guys who are like, open up the state again. And obviously, they're stupid and they shouldn't do it. But, like, do you have some sympathy for them if they're, ge- like, generally people who want to just go back to work because they can't afford stuff? Yeah, I would the, the, hope so. I'm not saying that everyone should go back to work and everyone should get sick. I'm just saying, from in my case, a job is offered to me. I'm going to take it regardless because no one's going to save me. I have to pay my bills. Like, regardless, I have to put myself in. It's not that it's not interesting to record even though I'm, like, in the, the room where these people That's are. That's terrifying. What, what do you, you know, wear? Obviously, I wear here? stuff, but, like, yeah, like, it's, it, um, they have, like, vacuum-sealed, like, warts and stuff like that. It's cool. What the but fuck are they sending camera dudes in for, anyway? Because like- they want to, they want to make videos about it, like, it's just to promote the hospital. Holy but, shit, they should be giving the, like, protection they put you in to, like, actual doctors and stuff. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, like, listen, listen, I, there's people out there who don't have the opportunity to do a job either, so, um, you know, God damn. I, I, have to, I have to use this opportunity to actually, actually make money to actually pay my rent, like, if I don't pay my rent, what do you think is gonna happen? You think, you think everything is just gonna work out? No, no, this country doesn't fucking care about me. But let's be real, like, or anybody, right? A lot of people are gonna, a lot of people are gonna be bad after this. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, yeah not there's to, not to get real. There's there's <laughs> gonna to be get. some some unemployment issues. I feel for like a while I did just smoke a joint and had a conversation with Matt. <laughs> the paranoia is setting in. <laughs> So, so hold, 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 hold up though, hold up. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you said you said you can't sit around. You need something to do, but you just started a Persona game. Persona Five has <laughs> taken over my life. I have not stopped playing that game. Wait, you only started like yesterday, right? <laughs> But was it yesterday? Saturday? Saturday? No, two days day ago. Before. It was the day before. Either way, only two days. How many hours have you played? Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping he would say like 40 or something. I think it is probably around that. <laughs> so I beat Persona. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm I was joking. Go- you should have seen shit. Liam's face. <laughs> Well, you should have heard Liam's face. I know, I know. I, I, was, I, was, I was so close to taking a sip of something, and I'm so glad like I stopped before because I would have literally spat my tea out. So, Persona is a long game. I How can many see palaces why it's a long game. Huh? How many palaces have you done? No, I haven't. I haven't gotten to the second one yet. Oh, okay, okay, and I'm, okay. And, like I'm hours in. And I haven't gotten to the second one yet. Like it's a it's a long game. It's a fucking um, slog. That's what it is. It, mm. the, the, the thing is, is that it's not a bad slog. 
And I'm usually the one that wants things to hurry up. And I don't know. There's something about, like, the, the amount of detail that they have. There's, of course, there's some bits when you complete a, a palace too quickly. What tends to happen is that you have this lot of airtime, which tends to be devoted to um, doing a bunch of stat gains, right? So you go to like the burger shop and do the contest to get guts up and all these little stats that you need to to do uh, stat checks for other stuff in the story. Um, but that's what happens when you complete the the palace too quickly. If you don't complete it too quickly, there's some like there's like story in between there, you know, and and there's like anime, animated sections mm. all around. Like, is that throughout the entire game? I'm like waiting for it to stop. No, it's pretty much throughout the whole game. This is what makes these games That's so special. Insane. Yeah, the production values are incredible for games like Persona. So yeah. it's weird. Like, I, I'm kind of been thinking about five because I actually was tempted to go back into five via royal which is the new mm. version of that like the persona yeah. 4 golden version of 5 or whatever because like i didn't finish it and i did give up because there is a lot of like the tedium between you know going to the what is it called in 5 like you go into the palace and you know you drive the thing around i can't remember what it's called mementos i think oh mementos yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. okay so the like the tartarus in three and yeah. and uh you know in four you have the running around the palaces and i was thinking about what is the difference between like three and four which games i loved and i finished and five and why i didn't because it has like the same you know in in between bits like the school bit and the social bits right now yeah. i was thinking less is more with the older ones than with five. And it, it's kind of hard to explain. And I, I don't know if you've played three or four, Matt, prior. Three. So, so you know, in three, obviously it's a PlayStation 2 game. There's not a lot of areas you can go to and stuff like that. And that kind of works in its favor because it has all the social stuff that five has. But because it takes place in less areas, you'll like leave the house and you'll go to one area. For example, like Persona 4, you'll go to like Juness. And, mm. and then you'll go home. Whereas in 5, it's like, you got to get on the train, and then you ride the train, get off the train. You walk to the place you want to go, and then you hang out where you want to go, then no, you go you down the street, and you buy a car. like, it the first felt, couple hours, you don't do that anymore. You fast travel everywhere. Yeah, but it felt like for, like, 20 or 25 hours, especially around the first and second palace, like, there's a lot of, like, the same stuff as 3 and 4, but there was just more of it, like more places you can go in one time, which meant that you spent more time between palaces than you would in three and four. I felt like mm. less is more with those games. Like you would just go, you'd do the social stuff, you'd hear the story, then you'd go back and you'd be able to go to the next day where there's a lot of like five where you got to go to the guy who sells you the equipment and then you can go do an additional thing, like go work and then do the social thing. Or you can go home and then you can sit in the cafe for a bit before you go upstairs. And then when you go upstairs, you can do your homework. There's a lot more. And I don't know if that necessarily is good. I know a lot of people like that. And obviously with Persona 5 style, like it's a lot more bearable because like the Persona games are the most stylish games out there in the world. They're incredible. So it's a lot more bearable, but I'm not really quite sure if that's a good thing. I see what you mean, and I found myself trying to use that time efficiently. Like, I 
I buy a bunch of DVDs, so I need to raise my kindness up because I want to talk to this girl. You know, I need mm. to like, I need to raise my guts up. So I'm, I'm, I'm like watching a movie every time I go, and it's, <laughs> it's funny. Like they, they have like a little audio that plays when you're watching a movie and stuff like that. That's like totally absurd B movie quality shit, and it's it's funny for like the first time go around. I I wonder if. It will weigh on me after you said like 25, 25 hours because I haven't watched that. So maybe, maybe it will. But at this point, like it's all right. But I kind of get it though. because like, like you're doing these things because you want the stat boost. You know, after a while, you're just gonna skip through them. <laughs> yeah, and also in a game like Persona, this. which can be quite difficult, you have to do it. Otherwise, you're just gonna like get demolished. You you, so you have to do it, right? And it's kind of weird because the balance of, like, if you really like the combat and, like, the RPG part of the games, there are, like, literal gaps of, like, two to sometimes three hours before you can play one combat to another, right? That's probably yeah. an over-exaggeration a little bit, but there are massive yeah. spaces between, like, oh, I really like this combat stuff. Oh, this... I mean, the social stuff is great in Persona always, but for large stints, it just goes on and on. And, like, if you don't do it, you get... You don't get the right stats, and then you feel like you're missing out, or you get demolished in the dungeons. I don't know. I wonder if Royal streamlines some of that. I imagine it doesn't. It just adds more. I, I heard <laughs> it changes a whole lot. I I kind of feel like going, getting it, and starting <gasps> over. But <laughs> I you are a brave man. I don't. I think I'm too far. I'm too far in the regular one. I'm too far. You know, I already have a system going on. Um, yeah, I rather. <laughs> I feel like I feel like the changes are good, but I don't know them enough to like really have any attachment to it. So I'm okay with just playing the version that's mm. like less good. Yeah, like you don't feel like you're missing <laughs> anything out, right? Because it's not like yeah, I don't. Like, yeah, I don't know them. Like, I don't I listen understand. to all the changes. <laughs> like, they're saying, like, oh, you can use your guns all the time. It refills. I'm like, okay, but it's not that bad. <laughs> you know? It's not that bad. I'm pretty sure, like, it's really good for people who want to replay a 100-hour game. But I've I've played, like, 25 hours of the of three where, the you know, they, they commit suicide to take out a demon out of themselves. You know, <laughs> God, I love three. <laughs> yeah, like I wish I, I want to go back to the old ones, but like I feel like this is brand new, shiny Persona Five right here in front of me. I'd rather just play that one with all the stylish cutscenes and anime. Yeah, Five is so slick, and uh, the so combat slick. is great. Like the combat is awesome in that game. And Joker is so so sexy, dude. Like the Whoa. way he talks and stuff. Like, dude, he is so smooth, man. Especially in the first, like the first cutscene, you're like, oh shit, this is what I'm gonna be playing. Okay, okay. And that's why when I looked at four and I saw that guy, and I was like, man, he looks so boring compared to Joker. You know, it's just like, oh, okay, he's okay. Yeah, I mean, I know, I know. Obviously, they're good None games. None of them right? are like Persona Three levels of cool, but you know. Yeah, yeah. Persona Three, I remember really, really being obsessed. I let my friend hold my PS2 to play it, and he uh, broke it. <gasps> what is it with you and Playstations, man? He broke that, and 
and I let him hold my Xbox, and it red ringed. Like two consoles <laughs> broke with him. And I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm such a nice me. guy, huh? Such a nice guy. Let that slide. Me and, me and him <laughs> have had problems ever since. <laughs> he thinks I, I hold it to him or something. But yeah, like um, I I'm probably gonna beat that game at some point because uh, it'll be nice to finish a Persona game. Plus, I think it's like the the right game to play right now. You know, during that free time. So I know I know George has no idea what we're talking about, but it's George. It's a high school simulator, right? There is Power some, Rangers dating sim. Yeah, there's some tedium to it, but there's a lot of good conversations. Um, there's there's some pretty decent voice acting. For there's a, a there's enough voice acting during uh, important situations. That you can kind of feel the characters from that voice acting. So when you're reading it, a nice voice is in your head. Um, the story actually is it's quite, quite like good for an anime story. Like it's just like playing a good anime, pretty much is what Persona is. But you don't like anime, so I don't, I don't know what to, <laughs> I don't know what to sell you. On. No, it's, no, I, I, I want to start one up during the lockdown because um. This is like a super duper popular, almost mainstream series. Like a lot about pop culture is probably going to make sense after you play just five alone. Um, and I, I don't know what the hell a persona is and what the kids are talking about when when discussing these games. So I've always wanted to know. It just the playtime, the the how long to beat dot com averages have always scared <laughs> me off. But now is like the one time where I should absolutely take advantage of this opportunity that we have to all be locked inside and play video games to start one up. And I, since you and I got talking about it a couple days ago, I actually really want to. I, I want to put it on the docket as soon as my next video is done. The question is, just do I start with five or should I start with four? Just go with five. Because I, I could play through four on the PS3, I think. Um, I, I have one of those lying around under a TV. Yeah. I think you should try five. I think you would get frustrated, maybe. Yeah. Just just go with the this the the main one. Like you're only gonna get through one, George. <laughs> Probably. Let it, let it be five. Like it's nice to go back and play games, but realize that if you want to go back to the beginning and play three and four, that you're I investing. I do not. An yeah, I, that's too hours. much. Yeah, that might be too much. Just play the one that's in Smash Brothers. <laughs> just, like, <laughs> just you know, that I because I thought about it too, and I was just like, ah, nah, I'm good. I'll just, I'll just get four. Considering the problems you're having with Animal Crossing, George. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah well, I'll be mid-maxing my, my Animal Crossing character right now. But wait, I don't, wait, you're playing? No, 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 no. I was going to say. I, had it, I would be mid-maxing. <laughs> yeah, I would be, like, selling stuff. I'll be finding people's uh, um, codes on forums. I would be, like... <laughs> would, would you be time-traveling? <laughs> No, no, I don't like time travel. Okay. Only, um, only cops time travel. Yeah. Cops Cycles. time travel. Cycles. You're a cop I don't want to time travel. I don't want to time travel. Be, because once you time travel, like, That's it defeats it. the purpose of the game, right? Yeah. 
That's just cheating. That's it's a feature not in the game. Yeah, it's I, something I you literally have to like manipulate the console to do. So of course it's not intended. Yeah, I I I, I don't know. Like it's like you pay a bunch of money for a game just to try to beat it very very quickly. A game like, that's once a you reach state. that top so quickly, that's it. You're done. You're done. Did you press fast um, forward on the Sims, George? Do you remember when you had your big Sims kick? Uh, yeah, yeah. Did you do I, it more I, often than you would if you were pausing it? Like, uh, playing it, sorry. In normal speed. In, in, in The Sims, you, you, you are intended to fast forward. Like, you can't... It's it, it would be really tough to get get a good life mode story going without ever using the fast forward button. True, I guess you are trying to simulate an entire life so so should I should we do the the Animal Crossing update the follow up the the is this thing clicking with George now a week later discussion can we stop naming it old man plays child game yes old man plays child game part two old man starts to have fun dot old man wave. asks on Discord multiple questions because he does not understand <laughs> game yeah okay I'm fucking sorry Animal Crossing <laughs> is a radically different designed game that. You, <laughs> That takes some time to get used to. Give me a break. God damn. Uh, it's been a week, and as weirdly slow as the progress has been, a lot of more of the game has clicked with me since then. One of the, the big hurdles I had to cross over was just having a vision in mind for what some sort of long-term project should look like. And I remember when... Uh, when when Minecraft was was going through its its beta modes and early access iterations, I always had a hard time dealing with um, create creative mode in the early stages of survival mode. Until I started getting into that mindset of oh, a week from now I might have a giant penis palace completed. I visited some online friends who have been a little uh, uh, tricky dicky with with the exploitation side of it, and <gasps> don't you're hanging around with the wrong kids. The bad I might crowd. be hanging out with the wrong kids, but it has given me long term goals to look forward to, and I can't I cannot confirm nor deny whether or not they've been time traveling. So much as whatever islands they've got going on are a hell of a lot fancier than I thought was even possible. Well, that's just in like the, the grafting. Sounds like they're just putting the graft in. Whether or not they're cheating or putting the graft in, it shows me that there's something there to look forward to. Like, a lot of the meat and potatoes of the game was in the decorating, like, metagaming stuff. And uh, one of the things that I didn't really get used to until recently was decorating outside because I didn't know that the AI uses your furniture that you slap down. Um, that has definitely, like, added a layer of outputs to all of the inputs I've been putting into the game. How many, that give... how many villages do you have now? I still only have two. I don't get it. I oh, haven't gotten to whoa. a point where where more people come over. What what do you do to make that Tonuk happen? Tonuk literally says to him, go ask him if you need to know what to do. And, he, and then he has a prompt that literally says, what do I do? And he tells you what you should be doing. He, last time I clicked that was when I was <laughs> gathering up the 30 iron ore, so which did take... If, have you opened no, this shop? I, I said, I was like, on my way to finishing a sentence saying that the last time I, I asked him that was when I was gathering up the the, four, the 30 iron ore, which did take four days, but uh, now that the shop's been upgraded, I'm sorry I haven't pressed the what do I do dialogue option on Tom Nook in and, <laughs> and, 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 and a whole entire day of my life. Fuck me, right? God uh, damn, granddad. It's, okay. so, it's so strange for you to 
have trouble playing this game, but you're like... No, like, one of the things... Oh, it's like frustrating the hell games. out of me. Because <laughs> I don't have any problem at all getting into, like, the weirder, creative, self-expressive sim games. I, I, I had to, like, play Minecraft maybe twice before it finally clicked with me. None of these games have taken as long to click with me as Animal Crossing has. But the discourse surrounding this game is all about how easy it is to get into and how soft and gentle and 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 made for for dumb babies who don't know how video games work it's supposed to be do you want some direction do you want to know basically what to aim for and then you'll get to a point where you can be as creative as you want i i i think my big problem is that they bottom load a lot of options that you have to play around with the decorating mode until quite a few days into the game like, I'm, I'm still facing a lack of tables. I would like it if I had more tables to put all the junk in my inventory in. But the junk in my inventory is finally getting to a point where I can actually, like, mix and match stuff in creative ways rather than being stuck with the one handful of, of furniture that I seem to have naturally gotten throughout week one. So it's one. delving it out nice and pacefully. Way, way too slow. You know, you're saying that the pacing is perfect. I think it's way too slow. I think even the, the hyperactive kid demographic it's targeted for are going to want to get into the, the, the late game stock trading feng shui ranking system earlier than, than the Nintendo game wants the kids you to get it. You can do Unless that. you can time travel, sure. No, same as, same as everybody who plays the game. Like, you do it on a Sunday. You don't have to get to a certain point in the game before you can buy turnips if it's sunday you can buy turnips there's nothing that progress wise stops you from doing it other than if it's sunday or not here's a thought what if one week ago when i was griping that was because i might have started the game on a monday and you had or to maybe wait. a sunday and it was bunny week because another thing that happened this week is bunny week stopped and wow boy did that speed me up yeah more fish more insects more stuff going on mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay so we need to explain to matt what bunny day does to the local economy <laughs> matt some stupid fucking rabbit turns up on your island and turns everything rabbit. into eggs and it sucks that's all you need to know you see like a little fish wading around in the pod you throw up throw a line out to catch it and it's an egg you, you, you shake a tree and, and a bunch of eggs fall it's out. An egg. You dig a hole in the ground and instead it's of a egg. fossil or a bug or something cool. It's an you, egg. Uh, you, you, you take a dump. It's an egg. You, you eat a bowl of noodles. An egg. You walk up to Tom Nook and he opens his mouth. It's an egg. <laughs> see? See? Uh, it's ridiculous. There's eggs everywhere. And they sell for like 25 cents on the dollar compared to the other stuff on the island that you <laughs> extract from the, the world to resell to Tom and Nook. every item you can craft from them is terrible. Also, also, the so game has a... The game has a... F- uh, the point is to build a cool island at the end of your, like, th- six-month-long job. Um... Also, the game has a really, really fantastic local co-op mode that is hard as hell to set up, but once you get going, it's genius. You, um, can make another resident on your island, 
and play the game together with them. And there's this system where the camera will follow around the leader of the local co-op session, but the leader has, like, full control over their inventory and their decorating. They just kind of shake their controller to take control over the game, and then it's like they're playing alone, and the other person is just kind of following behind as if they're Tails and Sonic the Hedgehog. But then when the other person, like, might stumble across some cool bit of loot in the map they want to gather up they just shake and and take control over grab grab an item put it in their inventory then shake the controller and give it back while you flip through your cell phone and help your friend out every now and then and then go back to your cell phone and it does a it's a it's the other player who's just kind of tails tailsing along in sonic in the sonic the hedgehog setup here can dash can have their attention span dash in and out on like a minute by minute basis that's so beautifully evocative of the game's oh we only want you for a short burst sort of design mentality liam have you given this mode a go i have not yet i actually have been trying to plan to do it this week with my lady but what yep, does it's suck, definitely a great lady lady mode but what does absolutely suck is you can friendly. only have one island per switch I was wondering about that, because when and we were is, setting that her is up... terrible. Yeah, when we were setting her up, I did get a little worried that that was the system going on here. That is so the system. So it really is sucks. like like a yin and a yang, isn't it? Like, if you have kids, right, or we were kids, and we have a brother and sister, even the old Animal Crossings, right? Same memory card, same town, right? But we live in 2020. You have multiple different accounts from different regions that you can have on one Switch. The fact that you can't have another island that is just another <laughs> instance of an island. You have Nook Islands that generate and stuff like that. The fact that you can't just have another island... He never will let you go home. ...is, <laughs> is so weird. You get on an airplane and try to escape and you just end up on another one of his islands. <laughs> It's, it doesn't make weird. any sense, though. No, no other island, no other save. That's weird, man. Yeah, you can, you and can this... play on a new profile with like, but it's the same island. It's it's the other you'll, person's you'll, island. You'll plop a house down next to the first person who started the island on that switch. Yeah, and in the old, I don't know if the the DS games had that uh, same method or not. In I the think GameCube it's the same. game, it's always been the same. But you know, it's in in the GameCube version, your your other household members had their own town on their own memory card, if I remember correctly. No, if you're using the same memory card, you were on the same town. If you had different memory cards, yeah, you had different saves with different towns, yeah. Well, that must have been how I was doing it, because I had two towns I would jump back and forth between when I was playing the GameCube version as a kid. <laughs> George playing Animal Crossing as a kid. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I guess. I played it for like a whole whopping two months on and off trying to get into it, but I didn't get super duper sucked in and i'm that's why i'm willing to give it another shot it's been a long ass time and the games have grown up enough since then that there should be stuff uh some some more stuff going on to to take another good attempt at hooking me in but i still even though a lot more is clicking with me this week it still kind of feels weirdly unfinished ish like the the aesthetics and the visual design is is it has a polished feel to it, but the way the interface like won't give you an itemized list of what you're selling to the Nook, so you don't know the value of each item in your cart, 
And uh, how many how many confirmation buttons there are? I know that's a George peeve that doesn't peeve as many other people off. And how many um, like sprite icons get utilized to represent different pieces of furniture? Like in your inventory, every piece of furniture is a little tanuki leaf instead of a little icon representing that piece of furniture. It feels I don't know, it's weird because like every complaint you've had just feels like FOMO. Like you 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 have been going down. What does FOMO mean? Fear of missing out. Yes, I absolutely have a fear of missing out. You oh my god, go you actually are right. You've been playing the game for hours and hours and hours. You're like, holy <laughs> shit, look at this paradise, and you go back to your shitty island and you're like, oh, well, I live I, in I, garbage. I do believe that a big part of this game's appeal right now is the time and the place of the coronavirus. Like, it's like, it's a, it's a different kind of escapism entertainment than we're used to, but it's still a power trip escapist fantasy. <laughs> so, George, just, and, go uh, ask, just go ask Tom Nook what to do, right? You build the shop, and then he'll want you to lay out three plots of land to get new villages. Oh, oh, I know what it is. It's the bridge. That's the step I'm on right now, building the, the first bridge. Then build the bridge, and then you'll get Isabel. And then when Isabel's here, all you have to get is KK Slider, which means you need to get a three-star rating. And then you can have the island manipulation tool, and then you can do whatever you want. I I wish they would give me that on, on day three, man. That's all I think my... my, my the the broadest biggest problem I think I'm having getting sucked in is that the cool stuff is is behind a few days of, of chores. But there's something uh, about getting um, that tool so delayed that makes it more impactful when you get it because you get attached to your island and the way it is and and how it's laid out in your mind because you've been so used to like traversing it that when it comes time to carving it open and literally destroying the terrain and rebuilding it's it's very weird and hard because you you really think about how to plan out everything and and such I, I, there's something incredibly amazing about the pacing of this game to me it gives you a goal every day up until a certain point when then every goal is your own but that is quite unique that I, I, I still want to blame Bunny Day. <laughs> I still want to blame everybody Bunny, hates Day. Bunny Day. Fuck Bunny Day. Uh, is there, is there another game we've been playing at all? Did you get a chance to play Frostpunk? Me? No. <laughs> Me. No, George. Oh, no. <laughs> well, uh, well, I was just trying a lot of trying a, a bunch of different games on uh on the Xbox. Um not Xbox, but you know, the pass. Oh, the pass. The oh pass. shit, yeah, that's right. Cuz I think once once I do get it, this next video out, I'm going to be hopping to Persona and that Halo 2. Yeah, uh, download, yeah, download yeah. Halo Two, Halo Two, baby. That's that's probably gonna be something we'll hear me talk about next week. I've progressed a little more into Final Fantasy VII. And, How do you feel? Um, I got to Wall Market. I've heard Ooh. that's a good a good. One. I 
know what you're talking about, Matt. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. I'm loving the Twitter conversations over that game. I am loving... I, I want to... Mm, I'm a little there, jelly of you guys. I'm pretty jelly of you I'm guys. wondering where it's going. Obviously, by this point, a lot of people have finished it, so my comments are not incredibly valid, because I'm still, like, just trying to get Tifa from Don Corrione, or whatever his name is, and then... So I'm still there, right? I've still probably got, like, <laughs> a good 50% of the game to go, or whatever. But I want to know where it's going, because... A lot of people, that I, like on Twitter, and a lot of people who I trust and that kind of thing, who maybe don't have nostalgia goggles and that kind of thing, are saying it's like one of the best games of the year. And I'm really enjoying this game, but I don't know on the train that it's on so far if it could ever reach that level. Like, unless it really allows me to open up with the combat and, like, really fight some really cool bosses and stuff. I'm not sure yet. Whoa. We'll see what happens. If that's what you're looking for, if that's if that's what um, is needed for you to think that's a good game, you're going to be disappointed. Let me tell you, because I just this really is like the part combat. one. This is part one, and you feel that it's part one. They don't give you enough abilities. They don't give you enough. Yeah, armor, I do they don't worry give you about weapons. that as I go on further because yeah. being at Wall Market now and like knowing, you know. There isn't that much afterwards, but in the original game, but obviously they're padding this one out. The combat is so good that just fighting tiny shitty mobs that I can slash through my sword that I don't really get to use magic on is not cool. Like, it gets really? hard. It gets real hard later on. Okay, so that, that's fine. That. <laughs> okay, I'm fine with that. The, the one, I've only struggled once. I've only I only party wiped once, and I, it was a bit shitty, but. It was on the final boss, the su the surprise boss of the Colosseum. Mm. The the house. That was ridiculous, man. That was so ridiculous. That was, that was a good but hard fight so far. Yeah. I, is that one yeah. of the hard ones, or is that kind of? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. okay. Well, everything is hard at the end. Oh, okay. Like, All right, ignore me. I'm still enjoying it. I I think the production values are amazing. Um, and I do really enjoy the character moments. Hopefully, I'll find some time this week to carry on with it. Um, Oof, that doesn't sound good at all. Uh oh. Well, you know me, boys. Sounds more the the hot takes. <laughs> Liam, hot takes. I have no. I honestly, I've been working on a new project, so I haven't had time to. But I have played more Noita instead because I can like play that for an hour and then die and then just get on with my life and feel like I've made progress because I learned something about the game. And that's kind of my new daily go-to at the moment. Apart from, like, turnip manipulation in Animal Crossing. <laughs> but I, I yeah. will I will finish Final Fantasy VII probably in the next week or two weeks, maybe. Or three weeks. Or three. Or He's three gonna months. It up. You're going to George it up for sure. I no, I'm not that bad. <laughs> oh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I probably was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Final Fantasy is a it's a good mix bag. It's a good one. It's a good mix bag. Lots of you know some good potato chips. For some reason, there's a little carrot in there. You know, get that fucking carrot out of so my potato I think chips. What, what about the steak though? Like, 
<laughs> like, isn't there some some high quality, like ridiculous production values and amazing soundtrack? Isn't there some yo, juicy, high quality yo, steak in it too? Yo, yo, Speed Demon. No one talks about Speed Demon, man. That guy was a mess, man. That guy was like, that. That was the point where I was just like, oh, this game's good. <laughs> so I just wish there was more moments like Speed Demon. I just remembered why I haven't actually gone back to it in a few days. I was in Wall Market and like I was doing the side quests you get. Yeah. And I was doing the when the party don't stop or something where you follow Johnny around all to all the different mm. places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck me. Like RPGs need to get rid of these shitty ass quests forever. Like yeah. god damn it. I I I would say yes. I don't like the side quests at all. Uh, these little side quests that they, so have, they make you do. Sometimes they have like really good moments, but most of the time it's like not needed, right? It's just padding the game. It's so, and it, yeah. It, it's like it's like worse, like a, a cheaper Yakuza Zero. Um, um, and uh, uh, I would say Wall Market is my favorite though. In terms of side quests. Really? I've only done that Johnny one so far and the gym one. And like both the of them. The gym one was funny. The gym one is funny, funny, but man. it's mediocre at best. Like it's just a mini game. It's because like I probably hang around those types of guys. Like I've I've heard those guys a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. Protein yeah. Jake, you know. It's <laughs> so funny to me. But man, Johnny, the Johnny one. Ugh. <laughs> ugh. I don't know. I enjoyed it, that's like the only time I enjoyed the side quest. It's like the only time. Like yeah. RPGs. I don't know if Persona. I can't remember Persona having anything like that. But no, Persona doesn't it, have that garbage. It is. It is MMO level. <laughs> I'm bad. talking like I'm an authority at Persona. I'm not authority. <laughs> but it doesn't like, have side quests. Like this is the thing as well. Like, what is even weirder about Final Fantasy is like. What is even weirder about Seven specifically, not just Final Fantasy in general, is like. You will go to a new area. The way the system works is you'll go to a new area based on the main quest, and then the character you're with will disappear for a brief time, and you will be allowed to do three to four quests. And that's it. Yep. And you'll do them because they pad time out. And they don't really give you much of a reward at all, and they're usually shit. And then you'll go to do the main quest, and it will give you a prompt that literally says... If you leave now, you cannot do these quests because you never return to that area. I completed every single quest except the last one. The it's last, so odd. It's such an the, odd system. Yeah. Yeah. It tells you that, like, don't you want to help the the people of of Midgar or whatever before we head up to the last bit? You won't be able to return. This is it. This is the last part of the game. <laughs> oh. It's like, I'm just like, you know what? Fuck them kids. That, that <laughs> messages like that always kind of bring me out of the experience, though, and, and break immersion. Does that happen to you guys, or is that just? Should I just I have rewinded like time it. and not saying that? Never. Mind. I kind of like it. No, I like yeah. being told that like the game I'm is progressing to a point where I'm getting to the next part. But what yeah. is weird about this is just that you can't travel back to old places unless it's part of the main quest. You can't freely travel between towns or slums in this game, so you can't actually like look at a quest, start it, and then leave it and do it later. You have to literally do it then and there, 
or if you want to carry on with the main quest, you lose that quest. Like as soon as you finish like slums sector five or sector seven, like, and you start doing the main quest again, the game's like, okay, I guess you don't want to do this quest, and like sweeps them under the carpet, and like, <laughs> and you never see is, them again. Is having a Google searched guide for like best side quests in an FF7 remake. Is that a habit that we should be getting into for big long RPGs from now on? Cuz it's like it's become increasingly important to make sure you do the good ones but skip the bad ones in recent years it's felt like. Well, we've got to a point where generally the most games take a lot of pride in their side quests. I think it started like with The Witcher in my head, The Witcher 3. Oof. Well, One of the this is this is like back to PS2 the, levels of generic sometimes. The, the, the zigzaggy sound, the zigzagging level of quality, it sounds like reminds me a lot of the Nier games, where there were some side quests that were like genuinely tear jerking, wonderfully written little adventures. There were gems hidden in the midst of a bunch of fetch quests. And and it it is probably helpful and might actually improve a lot of players' experiences <laughs> to have a checklist of which ones they should avoid and which ones they should make sure must plays. Oh, like a like a filler list for an anime, basically. Is that is, is that episode. a thing? Yeah, that's, that's huh. a thing. Oh yeah, yeah. I could I could picture that being a, like an episode guide. Is that what they're yeah. called? Yeah, yeah. It's a filler list. Yeah, yeah so wow. like episode twenty nine to thirty six is all filler. You can skip that. Doesn't have anything to do with the main story. Yeah, so you can skip quests. Blah 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 blah. This is the rewards. They're shit. Don't yeah, worry I would them. love like that kind of thing where yeah. <laughs> it comes up and it's like this quest is like a seven out of ten. This is the reward you get. I'd be like, mm, okay, I can do that, or I can just carry on with the main quest. Yeah. If it isn't like critical to progressing your character where you're going to get your ass beat if you don't get the XP, I would like to know if it sucks. Yeah. I just I I think that's going to be something I'm going to end up doing when I play but through this. As as a person who's done mostly all the side quests, uh Liam, mm. they all kind of they all suck. Very, <laughs> There's like a male bat that you get. Generic. It's just like whatever they, they they don't give you much. They don't give well, you much, man. I just couldn't believe it was sometimes. But, I I just couldn't believe it was like making me walk around this cool area and just having me talk to people and then be like, oh no, the item you're looking for is with somebody else, and then you have to run fucking across to a quest marker and ask them, hey, do you have this thing? Oh no, we gave it to somebody else, and then. Oh, Final runs the next quest marker. I couldn't believe that Final Fantasy VII remake was making me do that. The like, thing is, the thing is, I feel like is made by like I, some. There was like some type of clash, right? Sometimes when I play a game, I feel like there's like some type of clash. Like someone made this part of the game, and someone made this part of the game. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like because with a team like, that big, of course. Because like there's certain sections where you're just like what, and then the other sections are like really, really freaking good. Like these two, these two people didn't do the same thing. Like there's just no way. The same team did this as this. It's weird. And some of the side quests is just like complete garbage. Complete garbage. And the thing about the side quests though, if you don't do them early on, I don't know if it affects the ones later on. Because you talk to the same people later on too. So mm. you might miss out on rewards later on if you don't do the side quests. <laughs> the boring side quests in the beginning. 
So if you did wah, skip wah. Them, Liam, you might be missing a couple. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't actually skipped anything yet. Like I got to the the that side quest with Johnny and Walmarket, and that is the one that I have not completed yet because I was just like, no, not doing this. I'm just gonna go do the gym one instead. Fuck that. The gym one is two seconds. <laughs> yeah. 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 How far did you get in the the last thing? Uh, how far did you get in the the dart game in Seventh Heaven before everything comes crashing down? Um, you mean did I make the six dart finish or whatever it was? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think I got eight. That was my best, and then I gave up. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, I, I didn't get first place either. I got second place for 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 six. Does it matter <laughs> if you come first? I that's what I was trying to figure out, but I always tied for first place with six. You can get five if you hit it. Um, bullseye, bullseye, bullseye. But I always miss the last one. <laughs> the last one is like this thin line that they have you throw it on. It's just like ah, I always miss it. And when you get bullseyes five in a row a couple times and miss the last one a couple times, you're just like, okay, I'm I'm good with. I'm good with six. <laughs> I'm good with six. Yeah. I don't know if you get anything. And compared to the rest of the game with these side quests, I doubt you get anything good. I bet you get, like, some type of, like, um, a thing that requires to get the ultimate weapon or whatever mm. like that. Or, yeah. Doubt it. Yeah. Kind of not interested in, like, min-maxing that kind of stuff anymore. I just kind of want to play it and play the main quest. Like, I don't know. wonder what... Wonder how, how fancy the snowboarding will be when uh, when they get to that section a decade from now. <laughs> well, at that point, I think it'll be like a VR section that is op uh, like optional. You put a VR headset on to do the snowboarding because that comes with your PS6 or whatever the hell you're <laughs> playing Final Fantasy VII on at the time. Oh, sh do we do we have do we have some shocking upcoming rumors about the next next gen of game consoles to, to talk uh, about? I can only guarantee you that Final Fantasy VII Part Two will be on it. Oh, snap. We're going to hear that scoop and more in the news section after a quick break. After these messages. There's news. Then there's Nick News. Nick News. A news show of your own. Nick News. With stories you can relate to. Hi, I'm Linda Ellerby. Join me every week and find out what's going on in the world. Nick News asks the questions so kids can get the answers, because kids have a right to know. Catch Nick News, Sundays at 8, 7 central on the only network for you, Nickelodeon. If you want to know, watch. It's the news. <laughs> George. We're going to talk about Animal Crossing a bunch for, for the news. Animal Crossing's all over I the news. We're, we're having an Animal Crossing crisis. People are being infected across the world through the air of of animal crossing itis um, um it's the hottest new jazz and sliced bread your mom's playing it your grandma's playing it your stepmom's playing it and your dad it's uh people are using animal crossing to to kind of sort of serve a role for a weird social networking purpose or a 3d chat room as the coronavirus spreads and people are locked down and don't have as many um, um, outlets for communication that require you to have a cute baby person communicating through through your 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 online messages there's 
a Japanese company that posted a cute little journal about what it was like trying to arrange remote working sessions through Animal Crossing during the lockdown. Um, they they have found that it is fun to use, and, and that's a good advantage of it, but then on their list of disadvantages, they uh, specify that you can't send files or images, you can't chat privately, usernames are hard to remember, uh, can't get any work done because the game is too distracting. <laughs> There's someone who used it for a wedding. Um, what? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, some of the Nintendo fan sites are rounding up stories from from fans who are who are making these creative uses of the game. Uh, there's there's someone who said my fiance planned out an Animal Crossing wedding with their best friends. I'm graduating from med school and not getting a graduation and our wedding was cancelled. I was feeling pretty down about missing out on my milestones. This made me so happy. I don't even have the words to describe how much it meant to me. Also, if you zoom in close, he made a little NNS for our initials on the heart flooring. What was the... What was the Hong Kong one <laughs> yeah that's the next one on the well actually actually before we that. get into so taking I'm, down I, the I was looking for yeah, the I was wedding actually one and I amazed yeah. i was amazed because george has the two different versions of the story right animal crossing being used for like live virtual things <laughs> and all of the positive stuff was marked out as don't use our yellow highlighter and uh, he went shit, into it yeah, anyway right. which is great but oh, george immediately why. is like okay. fuck it China. <laughs> so, okay, before before we get to use an Animal Crossing to, to secretly organize um, disruptive meetings to take down the Chinese government, see, this is like light news and heavy news, right? The last point on the light news section of talking about Animal Crossing is that someone, some fans have also been using it for birthday parties. Uh, <laughs> my, I, I could cry. My friends Skilt and Lily, Ruby and, and Render Tramp and their pals threw Sophia a ninth birthday party at Animal Crossing because she didn't do, she couldn't see her friends during lockdown. Aww. Yeah, it's 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 cute. So yeah, Matt, I don't know if Animal Crossing is the savior of twenty twenty. Yeah, if you can draw stuff on the floor. I, yeah, you can. We, yeah. we, 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 we got to explain to Matt and other people how how the multiplayer system works. You go you, to somebody's island and you do what you would do in real life? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I hang out with my friends, I run, immediately run around in circles and just shout, Ah! I take uh, lots of photos. Which I don't, which is ironic because I don't take any photos in real life. <laughs> I, I draw memes on their bulletin board. <laughs> oh, I do that too. <laughs> you you walk up to an NPC who opens up a like lobby style session, you and mean then people the airplane dodo pilot. The dodo. Uh, nothing I said was wrong. Um, <laughs> they they they. You respect Orville. Well, he also doesn't let me go back home. Um, you you open it up. It, it starts like a new lobby session that people join either through your friends list or a password that you post that is one-time use only that no longer works at the end of your session. You, you, you have upwards of eight people who can all join in the island, and you just kind of coexist 
Like, there's no mini-games or goals to complete or challenges. You use it almost like a 3D chat room. You can you can bring back resources to resell on your island if you want to, but there's nothing... No mini-games? No quotas to to fill by by design. Yeah, there's, there's not a whole lot of moments in this game where they, like, put a stamp on your screen saying you need to do X within X time limit, and there's a... There's a designated winner of these activities. It's like, it might actually scratch a little bit of your MMO itch. Probably not. Who am I kidding? But no, no, I think Persona is doing. I really yeah, more... think the online is quite special experiences. Like, there is a lot that, like, personalized stuff you can do. I mean, we're talking about Animal Crossing again, but by the by, there's a lot of, like, personalization based on being able to, like, draw and also communicate and stuff that you couldn't do in other games that were limita- limitations. So you can do stupid stuff like birthday parties or weddings or Hong Kong protests. Or taking down the Chinese government. Yeah. That's right, guys. Listen, the People's Front is having a meeting at X o'clock in the early morning. Wear masks. Don't tell anyone. Uh, 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 if you do, make sure your excuse has plausible deniability. Bring turnips and fruits. We're gonna... <laughs> we're, we're, we're gonna show the authoritarian pigs who owns this country, right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, you can make custom designs that include Hong Kong protest slogans and disparaging remarks about the president of of, of Chinese Premier Xi Jinping and, and Animal Crossing and end up getting the game banned for everyone else in one of the world's most, like, richest, most populated countries. All right, so listen, listen up. We, we, we got a, 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 a big elaborate narrative to go over in, in the news. It involves Hong Kong protesters simmering down since the quarantine and utilizing alternate online spaces with which to stage their protests that still managed to cause a whole bunch of trouble and, and make the headlines. Um, in this case, it's Animal Crossing. They're using Animal Crossing to organize and, and, and publish despairing images of, 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 of Chinese officials. And in particular, like, <laughs> one, one in-game protest against a, a governor named Carrie Lam, whose picture they all just slap the insect catching nets onto on the beach. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna post it in, in the Discord if you guys haven't seen this link. I'll put it in the description for the listeners, but there's literally a gif on Animal Crossing of, like, people slapping the portrait of some, of, of some... Yeah. Chinese person in a suit and then kicking it out of the sand after finishing it. <laughs> um, the, the the game ended up getting banned because of it. Because of what <laughs> some what? forum posters are translating as quote-unquote a vacuum of authority in online gaming. China has taken Animal Crossing off of the uh, official physical copy online reseller in China, which is apparently a thing going on nowadays. The 
the the physical game purchases happening through China since the virus have been going through a kind of like marketplace company called Web. Uh, uh, hang on, I'm just gotta T Taobao. The game has been removed from Taobao, the de facto national e-commerce platform for everything in China. Resale games happen through them as a marketplace that connects to hundreds of game stores throughout China that are delivering that game. And that listing has since been removed since the Hong Kong protesters started using this um, method around April 10th. April 15th, local metropolises started drafting laws on the books to try and expand the scope of online censorship in video games, potentially prohibiting gamers from chatting with people outside of China. Um, the laws that are also being drafted include subjecting single-player games to online surveillance with new real-name rules being implemented as well. And also further stamp downs on on the traditional Chinese shocking content taboos of plagues and skulls and zombies, but also editing maps and role-playing and organizing in-game unions. What the hell? I imagine that a lot of, of that is stuff that's getting weirdly lost in translation and also being drafted by old, out-of-touch people who don't know what those words mean but the implications are are staggering and the creepiness with which a lot of of the hong kong taiwan scenes saw mainland chinese animal crossing accounts go dark with was was a super real phenomenon observed on on april 15th So, like, <laughs> your cutesy baby game for kids that that has a very strangely implemented online mode that makes it, that puts quite a few hurdles in the way of getting these sessions started up in the first place, has been used for the purposes of civil disobedience. <laughs> and res like actively resulted in in locking a game away from from a, a country of like 1.4 billion people why this game out of all the games you can play online why this game something you need to switch uh, and and the four dollar a month online it. fee yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm guessing because it's more popular. Oh. It got real popular during the quarantine, and these news stories of uh, using it for like very serious protest movements have an element of humor to them that makes the news stories more popular. Hmm. So it's like it's 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 classic civil disobedience. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, because there's not a lot of people who would even be using this in the first place because they have a limit of eight people who can join in a session at once. <laughs> so It takes an eternity for them to get together. So so all of these these images of, of, of quote-unquote protests and Animal Crossing that you're seeing are very, like, like consciously arranged just for the, the screenshot and uh, the... 
the the the, the, the Giphy Webbin animation, um, s s staged so to speak. <laughs> well, in other news, Fantasy Star Online Two, <laughs> Fantasy Star Online Two is coming out for PC next month. Let's Didn't we do that last week? No, Matt only just realized that it was launched in the West last week. Now we've progressed to he's going to be playing it next month, I think. <laughs> no, no, it was what it was is that it came out for Xbox, but now it's yeah, coming yeah, yeah. to PC. But you only found out that. about it last week, right? Yeah, I, I didn't know that. PC. <sighs> They're thinking about it now. It's just like, yeah, it might be coming out soon. So, Are you going to yeah. play it? Oh, hell yeah. I played it back when it was a. Uh, Korean patched. It was great. Freaking phenomenal. Can't wait to waste my time. In the, in the, Do you reckon you'll finish game. Persona before? Oh, yeah. Probably. I mean, what am I kidding? You'll have finished Persona by next week's episode, won't you? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I heard some reluctance. I, I totally heard a bit of reluctance there. The, the he just is, doesn't want to reveal how much spare time he has. Yeah, it depends. Depends. I got a lot of work to do after this podcast. But like, <laughs> like <laughs> I meant, I meant work, work, not persona. But yeah, like, <laughs> there's, there's something about diving in for hours into a game and like getting satisfied by it. You know, something Ooh. you enjoy. Like Cloud got satisfied in Wall Market. <laughs> oh, he sure did, didn't he? <laughs> oh baby yeah Maiden M is it Maiden M or my dad Mad Madam M Madam M mm. 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 I got the I got the cheapest version which one did you get I went for the most expensive I bet you did oh my lord lord <laughs> Cloud could barely walk afterwards <laughs> Lordy, lordy, lord. <laughs> Special course all the way, my friend. <laughs> oh, Liam knows all about that Japan massage, doesn't he? Oh my god, it is not too far from the truth. <laughs> I need to get me a Japan massage over there, but they don't like oh, foreigners. Man. They don't like foreigners over there. They have like the signs out that says no foreigners. <laughs> <laughs> you get a foreigner, but <laughs> I need to not be able to walk, you know. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean the muscles, guys. I mean the muscles. Not, not, <laughs> not that, anything distasteful. <laughs> that that reminds me of a good listener question we got this week. Wow. <laughs> Can't wait to hear this question. Uh, if you'd like to send us good listener questions that will fold into in incredibly risky tangents that we're going on on the podcast, send them to dadandsonspodcast at gmail.com. You never so, had a rough massage, George? Speaking <laughs> of... I, 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 I'm good, thanks. Speaking of... <laughs> Yakuza games and, and um, massages and sexual <laughs> innuendo humor. 
about about seedy underworld that you explore in said Yakuza games, Oscar G has a really fun question. Is there a country that you wish made games based on their current culture in the style of the Yakuza games that are pretty much Japan simulators? What genre do you think that game would be based on what stereotypes or knowledge you guys might have about that country? Is there any German games? Right? Like, it would be really cool to walk around a distinctly German village. Yeah. There's a couple of German games, but they're not <laughs> yeah. in Yakuza. this time. Germany simulators. They're not in this time <laughs> yes, They're not I'm in saying. this era of Germany. That's what I'm saying. I think it would be cool <laughs> to see, like, a regular German game. I know there's a lot like, of you German Octoberfest. developers, but they don't make German games. Right? Like I wonder how close the the GTA games would count in terms of like making America simulators. Well, they're parodies of America, aren't they? Is would you say very close? Not really a parody. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yakuza definitely has a lot of sense of humor about its culture, but it's not straight parodying it. Yeah. I would like to see like a a a Swedish Hugge game. You guys ever heard of Hugge? I think I'm pronouncing that. Somewhat uh-uh. correctly, Hugo is like the the study of happiness or something related to that. Like there, it's a saying in Swedish, I believe, about a state of mind where you're all positive and shit, and you eat cakes and don't worry about <laughs> getting fat, and you just sit by a fire reading a book and drinking hot tea. I'd I'd be down for that. Yeah. I I I love um, the India level in Hitman Two, where um, you get fully immersed in some some crowded streets in Mumbai, and that's a scene you don't see very often in video games. That I bet would go well with the Yakuza idea of cramped city full of little disparate separate activities with a dash of cultural weirdness everywhere. I would love to see a game that's in like the slums of Rio de Janeiro, like some form of open world game that takes place in the slums and you have to like memorize all of the ups and downs of the slums and that kind of thing that would be really cool i've always found like some parkour you know that hilltop that iconic picture of the hilltop in rio de janeiro just shanty houses layers upon layers of it for miles and miles um yeah that would be cool Virtual tourism aspect of this whole idea is super strong. Wasn't there a map in Black Ops Call of Duty that was the slums of Rio de Janeiro? Favela, yes. The favelas. Ah, favelas, that's what they're called, yes. Yeah. Yeah, that was a, that was a good map. It's also <laughs> Back in not... the day, years ago. Look how old we are. <laughs> Not not hard to imagine at all them doing a Yakuza spinoff in, like, Bangkok or something. Bangkok. I mean, we got Sleeping Dogs, and that was really good. Crowded Asian cities are just fun to be around in games. Sleeping Dogs. Sleeping Dogs. That was Hong Kong, right? That yeah, Sleeping Dogs had. I don't want to say that Yakuza feel. It's a very distinct feel, but oh, it's so good though. I really enjoyed Sleeping Dogs. It had a really good combat system. And and great city ski- city scenes and, and a sense of place. Mm. Like when you're driving really fast in the game, the the way they use like light motion blur is really nice. Those wet streets, man. The wet streets and sleeping dogs look so good. 
you could do something like the getaway and do like a London-based one again, I guess. But that's kind of boring. Why does it always have to be like gangsters and mafia? What is like a cultural part of the world that is as strong as like Japanese soft power in regards to like Yakuza and like the France, way, the maybe? way Japan looks distinctively? Mm. It's probably very ignorant of us, this discussion. Well, I also bet <laughs> we might have already gone through them, too. Because the it's a very exciting question that that's hard to narrow down specifics because there's so many good places to go and and a lot of games have like we've we've gone through this a lot of open world crime sandbox games and that's kind of sort of and that's not what yakuza is but it's what yakuza is close to like it's 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 open world is just a little bit more closed off than than the others is all yeah. Hmm. Anyways, good question. Good question. Thanks, Oscar G. I'd like to hear what other people would like. Or if other people from other countries who listen to the show would like to explain to us a game that would be represented by, like, would represent their country really well. Or, like, some aspect of their culture. Can you imagine Australia? Like, an, a serious Australian game? Maybe. That would be cool. You can yeah. like a New Zealand like, uh, Maui actually, yeah, style one. Like a New, New Zealand, Zealand Maui one. Mm. I could easily imagine a, a crass GTA-style parody, like, like with, with Australian humor. Like, yeah, because Australian humor is pretty raw. Like, it's pretty raw. You have to have some thick skin. Like, I, like <laughs> and <laughs> I just wonder how it would come off. It would definitely be... I feel like it would definitely have to be more of a funny game like gta mm -hmm. version but i would rather some actual australian actors but <laughs> in my opinion i don't need to hear some fake accent oh yeah but, absolutely yeah <laughs> it's, uh, it's just real hard for me to imagine one taking place in atlanta georgia when thinking of these games i mean it's so boring there it's so boring, <laughs> so boring. I try. I, I showed changed. you the cool restaurants. Yeah, that's all there is. I, I mean, I heard it's changed a bit more, you know, but it's so boring, man. You should come over to California, George. I I I would like to, but the the air is poisonous to old people. <laughs> <laughs> the air is poisonous to old people right now. George, George is actually sixty. Sorry, I think 65. both of you should just I'm come sorry. to Japan and live 69. in fear with me. Yo, if 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 someone offered me a, a job in Japan, I would take it and go. I would absolutely take it. Well, we so, need to try. So anyone in Japan out, wants we? to hire a video editor, I am I am all yours. <laughs> <laughs> I am all yours. Uh. Well. Um. Next question is from Ahia E. It's been a year after DMC5 was released, and I'd like to know what about your, what your thoughts are. Ah! 
It's been a year <laughs> since DMC5 was released, and I'd like to know what are your thoughts about it in two ways. Why was it almost completely absent from best of games of 2019 lists, and how does it compare to other DMCs, since there are some voices in the community saying 3 is still the best? Hmm. So basically, in retrospect, now that it's been a year and the hype has died down... I played uh, all of them. Yeah. No, but I set up the the new one, the edgy one that people didn't like. I didn't play that one. Oh, but DMC because it was Devil edgy. May just, Cry? Yeah, just just never got a chance to play it. Um, I don't know because I I guess I got like actioned out, but I wanted to try this one when it came out, and I I surprisingly enjoyed it. I didn't get tired of it. Um, but for me. It just, I think it's lost on me because I don't do the combos that you, that you see. Like I, I mash in these types of games. I feel, you know, I'm like the, I'm, I'm the guy in what was it, Dragon, the Dragon Ball Z game, the fighting game where you literally can press like a couple buttons and do cool combos. That's like literally me in these action games. So. I wonder how many of those people are playing the game. How many reviewers are playing? The people who make the the lists play the game like that because they would miss so much of the game because they've seen those combo videos. I'm sure you guys have seen it, right? Those yeah. combo videos, yeah, they're insane. The things that you could do in that game, yeah, it's pretty good. But like, that's that's for me. I, that's probably why. You probably won't see it on the list. Probably people are just playing it regularly. Not to say the story is not good, but I mean it ends like abruptly. I mean the story isn't good. <laughs> yeah, it ends like abruptly, and, and yeah, it's it just does. there. Like you're there for the combat. That's it. It's yeah. it's funny. I was actually thinking about this question quite a lot, and I was trying to remember what I remember of DMC Five. And whilst I really did enjoy my time with it, and I've only played through it once, I only remember really two things negatively about it that actually do have like a major impact one is the best part of the game is playing as dante yes and you don't even get to play as dante until like seven hours into the game and then you still have to play as v and also as nero and nero's not so bad but v's combat i couldn't stand it was not fun yeah i never enjoyed yeah that. never oh yeah and and secondly all i remember from a visual aspect is purple Thorn gooey environments that were like biological masses related to the oh, the yeah, boss, yeah, right. yeah. and that's all I remember. There's no, there's nothing like DMC two or three. Well, last talked about DMC two is is whatever, right? But you know, like cathedrals and like mansions and like you even DMC four has like unique aspects to it in regards to being like outside of the town fighting that giant guy in the town and then going through the harbor and like all the different areas and then through the cathedrals and meeting Nero there's like no visual distinction to DMC5 whatsoever it's like roots big roots it's big tree biological mass roots and then sometimes you're on a bridge or you're on jumping between roofs like, and that's the all very I beginning remember. you're in a pretty city and then you kind of go away yeah, there's a lot of just running what up I and down thorns. So so I did myself a disservice. I want to play the game again, but what happened is that once 
after after the second V level, I kind of sort of sent it back to Gamefly and put it back in the queue because I noticed that my enthusiasm had dropped off after two really great days with the game in the beginning with V ah, with um Nero's combat I noticed that I just pick one combo out of the list and spam it right. and then after two days of playing V levels which I think most people will genuinely agree are just bad like I I noticed that I wasn't booting it up so I might as well put it off and come back later and now it's here and it's April and and the thing is, that's the same thing that happened to me with State of Decay 2. Alright, because I booted up State of Decay 2 this week. And I was actually enjoying it. It was alright. But they force you to switch characters. So, you have to play the other survivors. And there's a level up system. So you go all the way back down. And lose all your, not lose your progress, but you can't use that high level character. You have to lose some shitty character that hasn't been used yet. And to let the other character rest. Like, this is a video game. Like, and it just completely killed the experience for me. It's just like, okay, I want to play that character. Why won't you let me play that character? Yeah. But yeah, like, that's like the same feeling for me. And, and as soon as I was able to pick Dante, I only picked Dante. I respect what they're trying for, but, like, Nero is fun. I actually did enjoy Nero, and they tried, like, a new mechanic with his arms and stuff, and you can get pretty good with it, but it just... Dante was, like, on another level good. He was really good. And he felt amazing. And having to play sections with V, where it's all autom- it's almost automatic... And you take agency yeah. away from the player. It is just not fun. And you like, get like, hit cheaply because you can't protect yourself and that kind of thing. And Every you know, hit I took, or whatever, just, but. it just made me mad instead of being like, oh, darn, I got hit. Time to recover stylishly. I think um, I mean, we're just complaining about the game at this point. But I think <laughs> for me, I enjoy playing one character, learning all the movesets, getting better, getting awesome. So I can actually like beat the boss at the end and stuff like that like i prefer that than playing different characters and randomly having one that i have to beat the boss at the end like it's just it just doesn't feel as satisfying i still enjoyed the game but i can understand why it's not on the best list um because i'm not going to be doing crazy nero combos like i've seen like i've seen some nuts shit that i will never be able to do because i just don't have the the mindset for that <laughs> just sit there and learn combos yeah but yeah 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 okay yeah are we done Should yeah i, I think i think we we're done? i think we're done i think we're good yeah 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 yeah, yeah. thank you yeah. Yeah. thank you so much for this mc5 some things are in the works, guys. <gasps> is that? Stay, stay, stay tuned. Smash that like button. <laughs> Hit that subscribe button and prepare that's, yourself. That's, 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 that's what the YouTubers say these days, right? Right, George? Is that, is that what tell, you say? Smash I, that I, like button. I, I tell them to tell their dad and their mom. Tell your dad and your mom about my videos.
You make videos? Tell your grandma. I do not. I, I, tell your niece. <laughs> tell your nephew's favorite friend. Yes. Weirdest relative titles. Existential <laughs> Very specific. <laughs> tell your patrols, tell your avuncles, tell your nibblings. Tell your Modrids, your Ams, your brother Uterines, your brother Germains, your double cousins, and your Macatoniums. What's a Macatonium? The parents of your child's spouse, your child's in-laws. It's a Yiddish word for that. Oh, wait. So, like, you'll... Bye, guys. Bye.